So uh, today I uh, had to go into the store uh, right here in Vernon. There's a store sells it's I guess up north we'd kind of call it it's I think it's called Gebos or something like that or Gebos or G E B O S I think is how you spell. It. Anyways, up north it'd be equivalent of like a cow ranch or something up in Idaho, uh, Murdochs maybe in Montana or Wyoming. Anyways. Uh, I had to go in there and buy a new trailer hitch ball, and uh, because I am drawn to the gun section of every store, I walk by the gun section. Of course, they have a brand new Henry Lever Action Golden Boy 4570 um, government edition, uh, kind of an old government trapper's gun back in the day. Anyways, this this gun Woodstock really really authentic western looking gun just it's just beautiful um if you like guns and and all that kind of stuff you'll appreciate that if you don't then uh that's all right there's probably a special place in hell for you too anyways so i i just couldn't take my eyes off this gun i had to have it and uh, while we were in there my wife uh they had a little pistol in there short little single six revolver but it had a real short barrel on it something nice convenient packing a purse you know it was called the barkeep so and i'm really drawn to western guns anyways and i was just like baby you gotta have that so she bought the pistol or i bought her the pistol and i bought me the rifle the the 4570 now 4570s a, a very very powerful gun uh stop a grizzly bear dead in these tracks um anyways i I just it was it was so fun i bought four boxes of shells for it and took it home and i shot it at home at the ranch this afternoon and it, it was it was fun it was a lot of fun um mom shot her pistol you know but uh so i didn't probably really need that gun okay now did my wife need the pistol? Yeah, I kind of felt she did. She's always got a gun. We've got, we've got guns in every vehicle. Okay, we live in Texas, but uh, we did when we were in Idaho too. We always have guns in the house in every vehicle. We're like my buddy Matt Budge says, we're well healed. Uh, anyways, but we we have those weapons, those guns. So we can hunt. We see a coyote, he's dying. I promise you if I see a coyote, I will kill him on sight. I've probably lost 25 head of calves this year, just this year, to them coyotes. And, I mean, you do the math on $950 a calf, and that adds up when you've lost over $20,000 in one year to coyotes. Uh... We live in Texas, so there are a lot of hogs. We see hogs. We're going to shoot one. I shot two of them yesterday. Uh, and then on the flip side, my Second Amendment rights are so important to me. My senior research paper in high school was on the Second Amendment. It was on gun control and the Second Amendment. And I really didn't even... I got to be on the paper, but I didn't even know how special or how big of an issue that was going to become how special that was to me and so my right to keep and bear arms is not bestowed upon me by the United States government that was bestowed upon me by 
our creator, our Lord, our God. Okay, because I think it is man's right to defend his family against all enemies. It is an obligation. It's a responsibility, not just a right. But it's a responsibility. It's an obligation. Now, if I can't be right there and somebody follows my wife around and she needs to protect herself, we're not going for pepper spray. The son bitch is going to get a bullet between the eyeballs. He will die and let the Lord's judge him. Because I'm not going to take the risk and have one of my family members be fall victim and, and become an article in the paper. Okay? Because the bottom line is there's crazy people out there that do do crazy things. I mean, my wife had a cousin three or four years ago, I think it was, um, right there in little Downey, Idaho, her first cousin. Uh, crazy drug addict was snooping around the house outside. He had been watching their kids at the playground at the school in little old Downey, Idaho. And he actually tried to break into their house that night. My wife's cousin called 911, said, I've got a 44, 45 pistol sitting right here. This guy's trying to break into my house. They back and forth a little bit. And the night, the lady, the dispatch lady said, I'm sending the sheriff, I'm sending the deputies. In the meanwhile, I'll do what you have to do. And he had him on 911 when that crazy meth head finally kicked the door down on his house. He kicked the front door down. And Varlo Dean put a bullet through him right there and dropped him dead right there. He didn't get in trouble. Idaho has a castle law, meaning you come into Mound's home without consent, you can be shot. He defended his family. And that's his responsibility. Not a right, but a responsibility. And so we, you know, we're, we're firm believers in the Second Amendment. And we're firm believers, you know, there's, they, they claim there's 56 million guns in the state of Texas. Almost two guns per person, per resident, in the state of Texas. When people talk about the largest American army, one of the reasons that America has not been invaded, if you want to compare troops to China, to the Soviet Union, to Iran, to Iraq, whatever, you can go ahead and compare troops. That's fine. But we still have the largest army in America, in the world. And that would be an American militia. Because I can promise you one thing. They can tell me, Joe Biden and, and Harris and, and Obama and all them crazy bitches. they can tell me they're going to come and take my guns. But I can promise you one thing. They will get the bullets first. Because it is my right. Once you have disarmed a society of people... You can do whatever you want to them. And I can promise you another thing. All these mass shootings that are going on, they're all inspired by the left. Manchurian candidates, whatever you want to call them. Because when I was in high school, I had a a really, really, really nice 30 out 6 It was an old 30 out 6 that Jim Davenport, maybe I talked about this on an earlier podcast, but Jim Davenport had given it to me, a business partner of my dad's, and uh, it was an old Vietnam sniper rifle I think is what it was it was a 30-06 and I took it home and I refinished the stock and 
and re-blued the barrel and everything, made a project out of it when I was like 15 or 16 years old. And <clears throat> I took that gun and, and I had it in the gun rack in my pickup truck. I had my pickup truck in the auto shop at the school. The principal came into the auto shop, saw the gun in the window. He walked over, took the gun out of the window, examined it. He said, that's Jim Davenport's old gun. And I said, yes, sir. He said, and you've refinished it. And I said, yes, sir. I sanded the barrel off and everything and refinished it with a clear coat varnish and made it into a blonde stocked rifle. Really, really gorgeous. And he said, you've done a great job. He said, that's a great gun. He put it back in the window of my truck. Every single kid that parked on the west or the east side of Bear Lake High School, that was kind of where the Renegades parked, but every single kid that parked on the east side of Bear Lake High School in that big open large parking lot by the ag shop, by the, by the auto shop, had a gun in the window of their truck. No mass shootings. If somebody got in a fist fight or a little bit of a nose bumping, they went out there and they fixed it. Nobody pulled the gun because things were different. You know, one of the reasons that we have mass shootings today is because nobody fears God. Nobody fears burning in hell. Maybe we should take a mass shooter and we should put a rope around his neck that's really short and find a tall tree in the town square and hang him and watch everybody out there watch him choke and gag and spit and shit and suck on his freaking last breath. Watch his face turn blue and watch him gasp and watch him kick with his legs and watch his arms tied behind his back flailing. And it's a very, very, I don't even know, ghastly sight, I guess, as Henry Tunstall and John Chisholm, John Wayne said, Henry Tunstall said he saw a young man hanged and it was a ghastly sight. You do that once or twice, you're going to steal their thunder. Instead, they get arrested or they commit suicide or, or whatever. They get to go down in a blaze of glory. Uh-uh. And before they hang him, we need to have a preacher there read him a few verses out of the Bible so that he knows that when he meets his Lord, our God, that he will go to hell. And everybody else will know it too. They'll turn your kids the other way. Do I think guns are bad? No. Hell, why ain't they they outlawed airplanes yet? The largest killing of Americans on American soil, of American civilians, was was when they bombed, they they attacked the airplanes and bombed through the World Trade Centers. Killed more Americans than anything in modern history. Why haven't they outlawed airplanes? Obviously that's a weapon of mass destruction. Why haven't they outlawed airplanes? Lady goes down to Las Vegas and goes crazy and gets in a car and drives on the sidewalk and runs over and kills 20 people or something. Why don't they outlaw cars? It's a weapon of mass destruction. But no, they want to take away your guns. Because they, they know when they've disarmed you and those six sons of bitches come to your front door and they say the girls are going to get on this bus and the boys are going to get on this bus and we're going to send them to reform school. Read Animal Farm, George Orwell. When the when the dogs that are leading when they or, or the pigs I mean that are leading when they take away the dogs the puppies and luckily I live in a place where hopefully 
the police officers would not have wool. We'd be made of fur like a sheepdog instead of a sheep. And when they were ordered by the federal government to do certain things that they knew in their heart weren't right, they could tell them to kiss their ass. But in case nobody's man enough to stand up, I can promise you I will be. Because they will have every bullet I have thrown at them before they take my land or they attack my family or they take my freedom. I'm that passionate about it. If you think I'm wrong, give it a whirl. Because this is America. This is the last free place on earth. We're not all going to get in a goddamn inner tube and start rowing for Haiti or Cuba. This is it. This is the last place we have to go. You know, and I, I watch a lot of John Wayne movies, and I believe in, in a lot of the stuff that John Wayne stood for. You know, America being beautiful, wonderful, free, cherished, chosen by God. I believe that our founding fathers were inspired by the Lord. I truly believe that. So, for me to be able to walk into a store and purchase a firearm that I thought was pretty and fun, because I do like to shoot shit, Am I going to shoot people? No, probably not. Not unless they give me a grave reason to do so. Not mean my family's being in grave danger. But no, I'm not going to run around shooting people. I mean, we've got, I don't even know how many guns. We have, I have no clue how many guns we have. Most of them are for fun, you know. But, but what you need to understand is, is all these shootings... They're not the result of guns. It's because nobody fears God anymore. Nobody fears his wrath or his judgment. They don't believe in the devil. I'm telling you right now, if you believe in God, you better believe in the devil. It says in the Bible that there is opposition in all things. And I can promise you, it's not as easy as just saying, I believe in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so I'm saved. No, it's not that easy. You got to do the right things. You got to toe the line. You got to walk a straight and narrow path. If you've done wrong, you need to make it right and repent. You can't just say, I believe in Jesus, and then turn around and snort coke and fuck your neighbor's wife. No, that don't work. Sorry to sound graphic, but hey. You can't just run around breaking laws, drinking and driving, screwing people over in daily deals, and then turn around and say, but I believe in Jesus. I wear a cross on my neck, so I'm saved. It's not that easy. But I can tell you one thing. I appreciate those that say that, but I, I don't really believe a lot of them do. They just say that, but I don't believe a lot of them do. But at the same time, if you want this country, this world to be a better place. They need to learn to love and fear God. Because I'll guarantee them to you, when you're concerned for your soul, for your well-being, in eternity, forever, maybe you'll maybe not think about doing such bad things to people. However, I do know that as a father and as a husband... The Lord has bestowed the responsibility upon me to defend my home and my family. By all means necessary. And that's what I love about the Second Amendment is our founding fathers knew that. 
they saw the way that the lords and the and the higher up hierarchies, whatever you want to call it in England, used to rain down on the peasants. They saw the way that that they took advantage of them, and they knew that a man must be able to defend his home and his family. And so, you know, the Constitution was written to protect the people from a tyrannical government. To give the, the Constitution was not written for the American people. We have so many rules and guidelines to follow. The Constitution was written to control the government. And in my opinion, the politicians of this country, the majority of them, are so frickin' dirty, the swamp needs drained. I mean flat out. It says in the Declaration of Independence, it is the right of the people to abolish this nation and start anew when they stray from the principles and foundation upon which it was built. And I'm telling you right now, the, the dirty stuff that goes on has got to stop. So if you ask me, am I red party, blue party? Well, I, wrote, I vote red for a lot of reasons. If you can't figure that out, it's okay. Lots of people rode really short buses to school. But I vote red down the line because I like freedom. And I need to vote. So, I know a lot of people that claim to vote, say they vote, talk about politics, and they don't go vote. So, you got to go vote. Even though I don't think they even count the votes correctly. But that's what I think. And so, you can do whatever you want with it. But, in my opinion, the Second Amendment is probably about one of the most important amendments ever to be written. And it's our obligation... To uphold that. Stand for it. So you can choose which side you want to be on, but at the end of the day, you can ask yourself one of two things. You can say, am I part of the solution or am I part of the problem? This is Scott Hume from somewhere on the plains of Texas. God bless.